Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 8 Meeting Henry. It was a scary ride, Jenny called up the elevator shaft, but I'm okay. Just a few seconds after those words were spoken, the light shining down the elevator shaft disappeared, leaving Jenny alone in the dark. I should have told Dee Dee how scared I am, Jenny thought as she shivered. But that's silly, she reminded herself. What good would that do? She's all the way in the attic. She can't do anything to help me right now. What was it that Dee Dee said at the end? She asked herself. Jesus and his angels would watch over us? That's what she said. I sure wish I had some sort of light, she said out loud. Her voice echoed in the darkness, but it reminded her of a verse in the Bible they had learned as a memory verse in the shoebox. God's word, the Bible, is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. She talked out loud again. If I found Dee Dee's family Bible down here, I would have a light and a sword. She had to giggle a little at the idea of her swinging a Bible at a rat or using it to see in a corner, but she did feel better knowing that God's word said that Jesus and his angels would be with her. And the Bible really is like a light, she said out loud. It can show you where to step to solve the problems in your life. She took a deep breath, then took a small step forward. She felt a cold, solid wall in front of her. It feels like cement, she decided. It must be the basement wall. And if that's the basement wall, then all I have to do is follow it around the wall, and eventually I will either find the steps out here or the lights switch, she said. Jenny felt along the cold wall, both hands hugging the cold concrete. Her left shin bumped against what felt like it might be a step. She stepped up onto it. It's solid, but it feels like it's covered with dirt or a lot of dust, she said out loud as she reached down to feel the surface with her hands. It's not steps. It's a long, sloping board like a ramp. And it's too steep to try to walk up. I wonder what that is. As Jenny spoke, her feet slipped out from under her. She slid on her back down the ramp and fell into some more of the dirt or dust. It flew up into her face. She coughed a little and tried to wipe it away. Ugh! Gross! She said as she sat on the floor. Sitting there, she felt around her. There were boards on either side, as if she were sitting in a sandbox. Her hand touched a smooth rock surface and then another. Then she realized where she was. It's a coal bin, she said to herself. The place where they stored the coal that was burned in the old coal furnace this house must have had. She felt the edge of the coal bin and climbed out. The next thing she felt was another knock on the shins. Ow! I wish I would stop that. But this time was different. She reached down and felt a flat board by her knees. A little higher, she felt another board, and then another. Her heart skipped a beat. Are these the steps out? she asked silently. After a moment, she stepped up onto the first board. With one arm in front of her face and the other one reaching for the next step, Jenny took a step forward and up, then another and another. Suddenly, she felt something dragging against her face. Ugh, more cobwebs, she said, trying to brush them away. Suddenly, she froze. Wait a minute. This isn't a cobweb. It's a string. And I can only think of one good reason for a string to be hanging from the ceiling down here. She tugged on the string, then blinked. Bright, beautiful light filled the basement. One single light bulb dangled from two wires on the ceiling. One bulb and the electricity that powered it changed Jenny's world. She felt like laughing and crying at the same time. Jenny sat on the wooden steps and put her head in her hands. Thank you, Jesus, she whispered. One look at the door at the top of the steps, and she knew that it was locked on the outside. But that's okay, she decided. I'll be happy to wait for Dee Dee now that the light is on. 
Jenny sat waiting for a long time on those steps and looked around her. The dumbwaiter lay in a broken heap across from her. Between it and her were the coal bin and the coal chute that she had stumbled over. To her left, a workbench stood against the other wall. Someone has been working there, Jenny decided, and not long ago. Curls of new shaved wood were still on the floor around it. Some bright metal had been cut with tin snips, and an odd shape still lay on one corner. Something had been drawn on a piece of paper that lay to one side. A huffing noise made Jenny look up. On the far end of the basement, Jenny saw a firelight behind a glass plate. That must be the gas furnace, Jenny thought. Behind it, she could see the old coal furnace it had replaced. The basement was pretty big, but something about it was odd. It went back a long way on the right where the two furnaces stood. However, on the left, a wooden wall came down from the ceiling to the floor. She looked at that wall very carefully. Something was wrong with it, but she couldn't tell what it was. Finally, she had to get up and look more closely. That's it, she decided as she bent down to look near the floor. The wall comes down nearly to the floor, but it's not attached there. It's like the wall is just a wooden curtain built to hide something. Jenny looked around the basement again. This wall is hiding one corner of the basement. Why would someone want to hide something down here? She looked at the wooden sheet that covered the end nearest her. Old nails held it in place. I can do something to find out if I can find a hammer, like the one right there on the workbench. She grabbed the big claw hammer and worked the claw in under the edge of the sheet of wood. With a mighty tug, the board came loose. Jenny got her fingers under the edge of the board and pulled it the rest of the way free. When she saw what was behind the wood, Jenny almost forgot to breathe. Then she grinned. Hello, Henry, she said. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 7, The Clue in the Secret Passage, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.